Shalom Bracha, and welcome to TanakhStudy.com. My name is Ralph Tawil, and we have the zikhut of learning together today, Mizmor Nunchet, Tehilim, Psalms chapter 58. The psalm begins, like the previous one, with some standard psalm beginnings. The, the previous one and the following ones have these words, Al Tashchet and Michtam. So the first pasuk reads, Lam Natseach Al Tashchet LeDavid Michtam. The, the, meaning, the precise meaning of these words, al-tashchet and michtam, are not really known. The al-tashchet means do not destroy, literally, and michtam means that it's been stained. So it could be contained in these psalms as a prayer for, uh, for God not to destroy the stained city. However, the content of the psalm does not bear that out. The Masech to the conductor, al-tashchet of David michtam. האמנם אלם צדק הדברון משרים תשפטו בני אדם אף בלב עולות תפעלון בארץ חמאס ידיכם תפלסון. O mighty ones, do you really decree what is just? Do you judge and lead mankind with equity? In your minds you devise wrongdoing in the land. With your hands you deal out lawlessness. So right away we see the situation of the psalmist. He's dealing with powerful leaders that do not speak righteousness and do not carry out justice. Rather, they are concerned with doing wrongdoing and lawlessness in the land that they are the leaders of. Zoru reshaim mirachem here the psalmist describes the wicked people. The wicked are defiant from birth, but liars go astray from the womb. Their venom is like that of a snake a deaf viper that stops up its ears so as not to hear the voice of charmers or the expert mutterer of spells. We see the psalmist describing the evil people as those who from their very birth, from their, even from within the womb, they were to shaim, they went astray, describes them using the poison and the venom of snakes and like a like a viper that stops up his ears so that the charmers cannot soothe it and calm it. Here we have the the psalmist drawing from the natural world uh, the idea of snake charmers that would be able to calm the snakes and that was a probably a common sight. But these snakes the snakes of the city, the leaders who are supposedly to be judging the city and leading the city, they are like vipers whose ears are stopped up and therefore the charmers have no effect on them. Now we get to the middle verse of this psalm. And the middle verse is the only verse in which the psalmist cries out to Hashem to take care of these people. Elohim haros shinemo befimo Malteot Kifirim Nitots Adonai. 
ימאסו כמו מים, יתהלכו למו, ידרוך חיציו כמו יתמוללו, כמו שבלול תמס יהלוך, נפל אשת בל חזו שמש. The prayer to God is to smash their teeth and to destroy them and to have all their schemes and devisings stopped up and failed. The Pesukim read, O God, smash their teeth in their mouth, shatter the fangs of lions, O Lord. Let them melt, let them vanish like water, let him aim his arrows that they be cut down, like a snail that melts away as it moves, like a woman's stillbirth, may they never see the sun. The psalmist again using a lot of images from nature, uh, referring to them having teeth in their mouth, and that we read in the previous Mismod as well. Here he calls them kfirim, young lions, and in the previous result he called them Levaim, lionesses. Virashaim are there with sharp teeth, but Hashem is prayed to by the psalmist to smash their teeth and to make them melt away like water and that they'll go uh, they'll go away. The the use of the nefil eshet bal chazushanish they'll be like a stillborn baby, never seeing the light. So if they were evil from the womb, let them be like a, like a stillborn baby, never seeing the light. This reminds me of the, the Psukim in Sefer Yov, in chapter 3, where Yov curses the day he was born, and he uses a similar idea in the Perekimil Pasuk, Tetzayin of Yov, O chenefel tamun lo that he, he wishes he was never born and wishes he was like the stillbirth that never saw the light. Before the thorns grow into a bramble, may he whirl them away alive in fury. Again, another prayer that the evil people get their recompense. And of course, praying to God, without mentioning God's name, praying to God to have the, this, the wicked people be rolled away like bramble, like thorns, because that's what they are. They don't do any benefit, they just harm people. Yismach tzadik ki chaza nakam p'amav yirchatz bedam harasha v'yomar adam ach peri l'tzadik ach yesh elohim shoftim ba'aretz The righteous man will rejoice when he seeks revenge. He will bathe his feet in the blood of the wicked. Men will say, there is then a reward for the righteous. There is indeed divine justice on earth. The tzaddik will be happy when he sees the evil person. The righteous person will be happy when he sees the, the wicked person get his recompense. Using images that are found 
in the ancient world of the bathing his feet in the blood to show his happiness at the destruction of the wicked. Uh, the psalmist describes the, the total joy that the, the righteous would feel. Although the image is very hard for us to adopt, the, the psalmist might be using stock terms and images, not necessarily that the, the righteous will actually do this, but it could be a way of speaking, uh, a term that had become accepted in the world, even though the actions were not done. Although the actions might have been done also. It's hard for us to say from this distance in, in time. And what will happen, people will say, when they see the, the wicked person, the wicked people getting their punishment, that it pays to be good. It pays to be righteous because there is justice in the world. And that's the kind of a prayer of the psalmist that Hashem carry this out, destroy the wicked, punish them, let me see the, my revenge from them, let them stop what they're doing and be destroyed so that the world will know that it pays to be righteous. The world will know that there is justice in the world. And we see, we see the end of the wicked people in our time so that this idea of justice in the world will be forefront and foremost in people's mind. Amen.